Alrighty, here comes some super longs. Number one in three, two, one. Good morning, Denver. We have made it to the weekend, and we continue to look at some quiet weather coming our way for the weekend. A couple of showers today, but nothing severe. It's going to be a little chilly, though, and if you're out early on Sunday, you may need to grab a jacket because temps will be in the 30s tonight for many of us. At least we'll stay above freezing, so for those of us that have already put the garden out, we don't have any concerns there. As you look back into the record book, we did not receive much rain at all over the last seven days, except a couple of corridors of strong and severe storms. We'll talk Talk about that in just a bit. So our rainfall deficit continues to grow. We're now down about three quarters of an inch from average. As you look at the uh, temps, well, we're looking at 74 and 51 as our normals. Records 91 and 32 and sunset today at 8.03. We talked about the severe weather on Wednesday night. We had a cluster of tornadoes across parts of McLean, Cleveland, and Pottawatomie County, even parts of uh, Oklahoma City had an EF0 tornado. Of course, the worst was the killer tornado that hit coal. That still rated as EF3, but the National Weather Service is still looking at that closely, too. A couple more spots where they've looked at some damage just to get a little bit closer idea there. We had another uh, tornado in extreme eastern parts of Cleveland County, Etowah area, and up kind of right along the Pottawatomie County border there, southwest of Shawnee. That one will likely be rated an EF2, but they're still looking at it. Another tornado close to Bethel Acres in Pottawatomie County, that uh, hasn't been investigated yet. Um, and we had one tornado southwest of Shawnee curve up just to the north of the community of Pink on Highway 9 east of Norman. And of course, that longer track tornado that curved right through the west side of Shawnee, hitting the airport, hitting OBU, for it lifted closer to Meeker, that will likely be an EF2 unless the National Weather Service survey teams discover a little bit more significant damage from the damage indicators that they're looking at to rate tornadoes. As we look at rainfall, of course, nothing in Tulsa. We had a little splotch of rain in southeast Oklahoma and the path of this storm right through Cleveland County, basically Grady County, Cleveland, McLean, Pottawatomie, and up into Okfusky County where it did drop a lot of hail late Wednesday night. But thankfully, that threat transitioned from tornado to hail pretty quickly once those storms moved east of Shawnee. Not much good news at all. Drought monitor, we continue to worsen, drying out the highest two levels of drought north and west of I-44. In fact, draw a line from Bartlesville to Stillwater to Oklahoma City and down into Altus and northwest of that. Severe to extreme drought and even exceptional drought continue to be a problem. Hopefully, though, this upcoming week will begin to catch up a little bit. Let's check the 6 to 10 day outlook. This will be valid for the 27th through May 1st. Strong signal will be below average on temps and near normal on precip. So maybe that's a chance for much more widespread rain coming our way. 8 to 14 day temp outlook from the National Weather Service's Climate Prediction Center. Valid the 29th into the first week of May. Signals for below average temps and leaning a little toward below average precip again as we roll into a fairly quiet weather pattern at that point. And the longer range outlooks uh, continue to show more of the same coming our way. We don't have any significant change coming. Equal chances on temps being above and below average and precip above and below average for the month of May. And for May, June, and July, the signals leaning toward above average temps and equal chances above or below average on the precip. As we look back at this day in weather history, we go back to 2004 with an active week of severe thunderstorms, an F1 tornado touchdown, an EF1 tornado near Maisie, 
and went all the way close to Murphy. We had seven inches of rain in northwestern Arkansas and caused some flash flooding issues there. Tomorrow's day in weather history, we go all the way back to 1908. The state was one year old. We had heavy rain and hail in Muskogee that uh, actually broke storm sewers and interrupted the streetcar service. How about that? We also had some oil field struck by lightning, tanks and derricks around Kiefer and Sepulpa too. So uh, a little bit of an active little weather pattern as we normally do see toward the end of April and toward May. We check our long-range outlooks now, including our weekend. I'm looking at 59 for today's high. A couple of sprinkles or a shower this afternoon. Tomorrow should be dry, but chilly in the morning, 38 in Tulsa, 63 tomorrow's high, and light wind. Monday, some scattered showers return, especially in the afternoon and evening, 60 the high. Tuesday, 62, rain, maybe some thunder likely. Overall, severe risk, though, looks limited. We move into Wednesday, 61, rain and thunder likely. Again, I don't expect anything severe, but lingering showers Thursday and Friday. We'll go to 64 Thursday. Most of the showers on Friday end in the morning with a high temp of 73 and the early outlook for next weekend. It looks quiet and mild, so enjoy. I'm Chief Meteorologist James Adelot for Fox 23 and 1023 KRMG Tulsa's News and Talk. And number two, and three, two, one. Good morning, Denver. After an active Wednesday, the rest of the week was fairly quiet. Looking back, let's jump into our almanac because our rainfall deficit continuing to grow in Tulsa. We're now down about three quarters of an inch, only 8.42 inches of rain in the gauge. We should have a little bit more than nine inches at this point. Let's look back to Wednesday because that was a really tightly clustered tornado outbreak in McLean, Cleveland, and Pottawatomie County, and even one tornado near Tinker Air Force Base. So some of the ratings are in on these. The Tinker Air Force Base damage, that tornado confirmed, but as an EF0. Coal in western McLean County was the strongest tornado at EF3 at this point, and that was a killer tornado too. And we look at Etowah in eastern Cleveland County, that likely an EF2. The pink area just southwest of Shawnee along Highway 9, that tornado will likely go in as an EF1 as well. And then the Shawnee tornado, kind of a long track from west of Tecumseh through the west side of Shawnee, hitting the airport and OBU, and on up close to Meeker before it lifted. That will likely be in the books, at least so far, as an EF2, unless the damage survey teams from the National Weather Service in Norman can find some damage indicators that would warrant an upgrade in that too. Seven day rain, not very much, clustered obviously around that severe storm in central Oklahoma and that really moved right east along I-40, dropped a lot of hail in Okfuskie County and then thankfully that ended in Okmulgee County where we got about a tenth of an inch of rain in Okmulgee. Another little cluster of rain in the southeast part of the state. Drought continues to worsen, especially north and west of I-44 where nearly the whole area there is in level three or four drought, extreme or exceptional. Those are the highest two categories of drought. Let's take a look at the long range outlooks as we try to get some more rain in here. Six to 10 day outlook from the Climate Prediction Center of the National Weather Service. This will be valid the 27th through May 1st. So kind of looking at next weekend. Signals for below average on the temp. In fact, it's a strong signal will be below average on the temp, near normal on the precip. Eight to 14 day outlook again, leaning toward below average temps and this time below average precip. And the new long-range 90-day outlook for May, June, and July, the signals for above-average temps. Hopefully that doesn't mean a hot summer on the way. And maybe leaning toward equal chances above and below average on the precip. As we look at back in the almanac, this day in history, we had 2004. was a busy week with severe thunderstorms, an EF1 tornado near Maisie, east of Tulsa, 
and that moved all the way to east of uh, Murphy. We had lots of rain, too. Tomorrow's day in weather history, we go all the way back to 1908. And that was uh, heavy rain in Muskogee, hail too. And get this, an odd damage report we don't see much anymore. It resulted in a loss of streetcar service in Muskogee. Things much quieter for us as we check our forecast today. Some sprinkles or a shower possible this afternoon, mostly cloudy and 59 the high. And that's about 15 degrees below average for this time of year. Tomorrow, a cold start, mostly sunny, 38 degrees in the morning with a high of 63. We look forward to Monday as we get back to work and school. And I've got temps that are going to be near 60, but showers developing Monday afternoon and evening. It looks wet Tuesday and Wednesday. Rain and thunder likely, but I don't expect anything severe out of that. And that's nice for the last week of April. 62 Tuesday, 61 on Wednesday, Thursday and Friday, maybe a few lingering showers, 64 on Thursday, clearing Friday, 73 the high in the early outlook for next weekend, mild, partly cloudy in temps upper 60s to near 70. Enjoy this weekend too. Be on the lookout for a couple of those showers this afternoon, but remember nothing heavy expected. I'm Chief Meteorologist James Adelot for Fox 23 and 1023 KRMG Tulsa's News and Talk.